If you've got a thirst for knowledge that never quits, Brightside Podcasts are just what you need. Whether you're into recent discoveries, space exploration, true stories, or useful tips for self improvement, psychology, gadgets, or just your day to day routine, there's something for everyone. The plane rumbles into life and is soon roaring down the runway. You look out the window and your heart is racing. How exciting to be going on a holiday, finally! It's only once you're above the clouds at 35,000 feet that you get up for a stretch. You look down the aisle and notice that the cockpit door is open. To your growing horror, you notice that it's completely empty. The pilot's either napping somewhere, gone for a comfort break, or there's no one flying this thing. You ask the flight attendant, who tells you the truth. The plane is fully automatic, and there's nothing you can do. Self-flying planes are no longer the stuff of science fiction. They're already here. Many companies say pilotless passenger flights are simply a case of not if, but when. The issue is convincing the general public that they're safe. Some don't realize that once the seatbelt sign has been switched off, your typical passenger jet is likely flying by itself already. The autopilot can even climb, descend, and turn as instructed. We've already been flown about by an automated system. We just didn't realize to what extent. A commercial airliner can already land itself, though it's tricky to set up. Presently, two well-trained pilots are still required to be in the cockpit, for now. Many companies, such as Merlin Air, have been testing small two-engine planes to auto-fly in the Mojave Desert. Airbus performed its first fully automated takeoff in December 2019, though there were two pilots in the cockpit, just in case. Some companies are developing hardware and software to retrofit older planes. The aim is to replicate everything a pilot can do via a set of computer systems. The barrier, they say, is human rather than technical. Old-fashioned lack of trust. The technical term for fear of flying is called aviophobia. It affects millions of people, up to 40% of all flyers. They're still flying, but they're just not particularly happy about it. Between 2.5% and 5% of the population are so anxious, they won't fly at all. And yet, statistics continually reveal that flying is one of the safest means of travel, with nearly 95% of transportation fatalities in the U.S. occurring on the roads. If you were to fly 500 miles every day for a year, the fatality risk is still only 1 in 85,000. Or, to put it in simpler terms, for the average American, The risk of a serious accident is just 1 in 11 million. There are much higher odds of being struck by lightning. Companies may be well served by offering breathing exercises and other strategies to make their customers feel more comfortable. It's surprising that airlines haven't already implemented a variety of programs to make travelers feel more relaxed. After all, many of these air accidents are caused by human error. Being automated may be a safer option. Then there's the other argument that it takes humans to create the automated systems. There's no doubt, though, that fully autonomous aircraft will soon be with us. As the population grows, our cities expand, and there will be more need for faster and more efficient travel. Many people will be reliant upon flying taxis to bypass hectic environments. They already exist. Not only can they cover short distances, but potentially thousands of miles they can cover the same distance that a car can in a quarter of the time. They're much like helicopters in that they're capable of vertical takeoff and landing, known as VTOL, making them able to land and take off from almost anywhere. They will also be built of quieter mechanisms to keep noise pollution down. 
better than a train rattling past your bedroom window. They also use electric propulsion systems, which will keep emissions low. No endless traffic jams and mouthfuls of fumes. The difference with air taxis is that there's no pilot, with the destination locked in from the beginning. The challenge for designers is how to operate in environments with numerous structures, such as buildings and bridges, and how to navigate moving obstacles as well, such as other aircraft and even flocks of birds. Tackling a variety of weather conditions, too, can also make for complicated and even dangerous possibilities. Super storms, dust storms, snow, wind gusts, and even tornadoes can pose real problems. It's not like you can instruct your cabbie to take a different route. Or will we be able to do just that? Perhaps we could verbally tell the system to divert from its projected pathway. This is the same situation for planes, particularly in terms of weather and air turbulence. There is still much more work to do. Air taxis can only accommodate a limited number of people, though it's projected that short-range flights could carry up to 14 people. There is so much confidence in these vehicles that a startup company, Skyports of Melbourne, Australia, want to start operating a large-scale nationwide air taxi base by 2025. Other large corporations are also in the air taxi race, such as Boeing, Airbus, and Toyota. With larger planes already capable of pilotless flight, you may be wondering, why isn't this happening already? People will surely get used to it. Well, there are a few obstacles. There are regulations that are yet to be drawn up. Business people are already saying that regulators are falling behind, and that air taxis alone could be a multi-trillion dollar industry within just two decades. Not all experts agree that the technology is reliable. Some pilots have also stated that automatics can malfunction and that someone must be there to take over. They also point to weather events that cannot be predicted and require the speed of human intervention. You could also argue that the pilots are going to say things like that because, well, they don't want to lose their jobs, and who can blame them? Yet they're not wrong. The Boeing 737 MAX, for example, was grounded in 2019 after two well-known crashes, one in Indonesia and the other in Ethiopia. The reason, in its simplest form, was due to flaws in the flight stabilization program Incidents such as these only reinforce the fear. While pilots rightly say they've had to intervene when computer systems don't function correctly, in return, there's been documented crashes because pilots did not trust their systems and ignored warnings. There's also a very important factor to take into account. Research has suggested that without pilots, airlines could save $35 billion a year. And that's a lot of motivation. Regardless, the industry is changing, and there's increased development every year. Sophisticated sensors, improved cameras, self-assessing systems. Despite these advances, though, basic questions are yet to be fully answered. What would the automatic pilot do if there was an emergency? Could it automatically scope out a place to land safely? Could it put out a distress call? And how would it communicate with air traffic control? This uncertainty is what makes people fearful. We only have to look to drones to see what's already possible. Whether operated via smartphone or from onboard a ship, drones are unmistakably becoming more commonplace and performing an array of tasks. From filming whales to delivering parcels and long-range intelligence gathering, they map inaccessible terrain and use thermal sensors for search and rescue operations. They can even drop in supplies in disaster situations. They're literally saving lives. Their usage has tripled from 2019 to 2021 and is expected to do so again by the end of 2022. And yet, none of this is actually new. Over a century ago, 
the British developed unmanned aerial vehicles, or UAVs. They managed to fly a radio-controlled monoplane on March 21, 1917. More prototypes were developed over the decades, and in the 1940s, thousands of pilotless drones, or OQ-2 radio planes as they were known, were built. Many variations have been used ever since. Model enthusiasts have been using radio-controlled toy planes for decades. Drones continue to grow in popularity due to their high level of convenience and effectiveness. For these reasons and more, the technological advancements continue at breakneck speed. And yet, their full potential has not been reached, not by a long shot. If drones can be used for such extraordinary means, imagine what pilotless planes could do. The sky is literally the limit. While many are still fearful, people have already been flying for well over a hundred years. The technology is there. It's whether the public is ready, in a manner of speaking, to take the leap that counts.